Happy holidays and thank you for joining this latest ITR Trends Talk. I'm Connor Lokar, Senior Forecaster here at ITR. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about why the consumer is not quite in as bad of shape as you might think. Now, this conversation stems from some recent headlines relating to the November retail sales data point uh, in the U.S. And, and some of those headlines were borderline apocalyptic and, and ITR doesn't have quite uh, as negative uh, a view out there as that. Uh, to be fair, the November data point, it was not tremendous. Uh, it did decline from the October level, falling 1.3% from October 2020 reading. Uh, and a decline in retail sales in November is generally atypical for the month. Normally, we see, uh, as the fourth quarter progresses, a seasonal riding cadence, but it's not without precedent. Uh, in fact, we've actually seen a negative month-to-month -month move in retail sales from October to November six other times since 1990. Now, I drew 1990 as... Uh, the line in the sand there for the for the data I wanted to examine just because post 1990s generally recent uh, for a lot of folks. So we actually see about 20% of the time uh, there is a negative reading there for November. So not typical, not average. Uh, it was below average, but not without precedent. The most recent and severe instance uh, of October to November decline was in November 2008 when we saw retail sales decline 4.1% from the October level when retail sales actually descended into a recessionary trend. We do not anticipate a similar performance for retail sales in this cycle. In fact, uh, in the other five instances, so if we look at the other five of the six, excluding November 2008, the other five instances of a negative month-to-month -month move for retail sales in November since 1990, we actually saw retail sales bounce back into a phase B accelerating trend thereafter in December. And that's precisely what we expect this cycle. You know, some other reasons uh, that we're optimistic, you know, first and foremost, November retail sales were actually above November 2019's levels, which, you know, that factoid, I think, got lost in the wash a little bit uh, for several folks. I mean, that's a notable contrast from 2008, for example, when retail sales were actually down double digits from the November 2007 reading. So, you know, when we look at the economy at this time last year, particularly on the consumer side, it was a categorically healthy economy in November uh, 2019. So for the consumers to actually be spending more in the United States, more in November 2020 than November 2019, that's something to celebrate. Uh, additionally, we saw the US total retail sales 312 rate, rate of change. For those of you that are ITR followers, know that we track those quarterly growth rates uh, very closely. It actually maintained its upward trajectory and is still well above the 1212 rate of change, that annualized growth rate. And that's a couple of important checking points for us here at ITR for so for both of those to uh, hold up and maintain their upward um, trajectory despite that November data point is also a region for encouragement. And I'm not done. We have a couple other data points in our, our favor as well. Uh, you know, first, as an analytical response to the quick changing nature of the economy in 2020, we actually adopted a lot more weekly, uh, more dynamic weekly uh, indexes to track uh, for the economy that can keep up with this crazy world that we now find ourselves living in. And a new favorite of ours is the Johnson Redbook Weekly Retail Index, which is in weekly readings through mid-December is holding strong. Uh, it's actually up modestly from the same weeks uh, back in 2019. And this is another stark contrast from 2008 when the same weekly metric was much more foreboding in its trend line. It was actually below zero and sinking deeper uh, into recession. So to see those uh, weekly numbers, particularly here in December, hold up after that November data point is another check in the positive column uh, for us. And, and we also have encouraging disposable income data to lean on. Disposable income, the most recent data point available, is up 5% from the same month 
in late 2019, indicating that the consumer still has some gas in the tank. And on that point, we also got encouraging news now that Congress has passed an add-on stimulus bill, totally roughly $900 billion. It seems that that has finally gotten over that legislative uh, goal line. Now, I'll spare you and I'll stop short of analyzing the long-term cost and debt implications of this bill. And, and in the Christmas spirit, I'll, I'm going to focus on uh, instead on the short-term positives and, and early indications and reading uh, on this bill shows that over a quarter trillion dollars within that bill is targeted directly at the consumer. Over $160 billion earmarked for direct check payments um, to many Americans, and then another $120 billion in federal uh, unemployment benefits, both of which should uh, provide that direct jolt to the consumer and you know, really further enhance that stimulus afterglow that we expect to shine over and aid the economy in a positive manner in 2021. So ITR, we do not see as much consumer coal in the stocking this Christmas uh, as other outlets. And we do not think that the softer uh, November data point precludes an ongoing recovery in US gross domestic product in line with our forecast. So for us, as we close out 2020, we think that it's best to try to block out the noise, control what you can control, and, and really focus on recovering and rebounding conditions for your business in 2021 if you happen to find yourself positively correlated to the US economy. If you don't know if your business uh, positively correlates to the economy, we can certainly help you there. So thanks again for stopping by. Enjoy the holidays. See you on the next one.